0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: When was the last time, Lucky, that you really embarrassed yourself? People were asked about something they did in their life that was really embarrassing. Oof. And we never forget it. You know, we lie awake in bed thinking about these moments two to three times a month, even if they happened a
0: long time ago. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I I can't think of anything on the top of my head. That I've but I've done so many things that I probably <laughs> consider embarrassing, and most of it is probably using my mouth, right, opening it up, and then when I probably shouldn't have or saying something I shouldn't have. I uh, I could sit
1: here and talk till the nineties at noon, right, about all of the things I've done in my life that have embarrassed me. And uh, you know, a lot of times it involves some. Bodily function that you can't control.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I admit those, though. I'm not all that embarrassed by them. But there's sometimes when you can clear out a room, you're like, oh, man.
1: I I, uh, I remember being in, like, grade seven. And I was in science class. And, you know, you went to school for a long time. A lot of days in classrooms. A lot of things happened. But this one sticks out in my mind, and I'll remember it forever. And it keeps me awake probably two to three times a month. <laughs> Sitting in science class, Mr. Smallwood, which was really funny, right? You're in great That's a tough handle. Yeah, I sneezed in class, and a rope of fungus came out of my nose. You're a uh, you are a AR fifteen of sneezers. But normally, when you sneeze, you a little spit, maybe some 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 snot, some boogers, kind right. of. This literally came out like a snake. Oh man! And I remember literally I people are going to throw up. I like literally holding my hand against my nose as it oozed out everywhere, and running out of the classroom, so embarrassed. There's my one of
0: probably many many things I've I've done. Oh, you know what I did uh, not too long ago, and it was it, it was uh, it was at a like a memorial. Uh, and we, but uh, we got together. It was a friend that had passed away, unfortunately, but uh, a lot of people who had seen them uh, hadn't seen in, in a long time. Mm. Um, and we were all just kind of chatting and turning, and you know, everyone's all dressed up and looking good and, and nice. And I turned, and this uh, old friend of mine, I had swatted her hand so hard, it knocked the drink. Oh, no. Right out of her hand, right into her purse. Oh, no. And like all <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> <her top. laughs> it was a complete accident. Yeah, of course. And it's just being a heel. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, you want to jump in the coffin with uh, the guy. I felt so bad at yeah. that point. Because you're, like, in the middle of a room. I think we were in Toronto. There's, like, nothing you could do. <laughs> She's covered in oh, a sticky drink. Covered. Oh, no. uh uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. People were asked uh, if, the, uh,
1: if they've had any awkward situations that they could pay to get out of. Wow. To avoid it. And how much they would pay? And the average answer was sixty two hundred bucks. Holy cow. six thousand dollars to get out of an awkward moment. Like, but the examples are like calling a locksmith after you've locked yourself out, instead of breaking into your home, or sleeping at somebody else's house for the night. Wow. Yeah, well, I think you just that's that's not all that you're people that happens. Yeah, repairing someone's fence after backing your car into it.
0: Right. You know, yes. Yeah, I could see that. I've locked myself out of my car running. <laughs> <laughs> happened, yeah, years ago. Thankfully, it wasn't far from home when they were able to get the second key. Oh, I when it comes to cars, so many. I mean, I did so much damage to so many of my father's cars growing up. Yeah. Before there were drive throughs I, I remember having to go run into a bank machine, and that's what I just oh, end really? out, and that's what happened. <laughs> I remember driving through some parking lot, beautiful summer
1: day, and I'm deciding to flick my hair in the rear view mirror, and then bang, right into the back of some little old lady driving her car. Of course, the whole front of my dad's car drops to the ground, but it was not so bad that I could drive it home. And to this day, I remember coming around the corner of my street that we grew up on, and my dad's outside cutting the grass, and it's just clang, 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 clang,
0: clang. <laughs> I
1: pull into the driveway Hi, Dad, here's the keys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like the family truckster. Oh. A, yeah. <laughs> uh, so hang on. Was that the most embarrassing thing? Th- like the, the thing people said they would pay the most to get out of? Well, yeah. The other
1: things like uh, assembling IKEA furniture for you, uh, pay somebody to uh, assemble IKEA furniture for you after you struggled doing it yourself. Really? Removing a bad tattoo, fixing your kid's haircut accident. Go get your stuff after a breakup. Now, these are things you'd want to pay somebody. I was going
0: to say, I I would think the ex would be involved somewhere. Like, like, uh, avoiding any Mm. instance or meeting up. Especially, like, shortly after yeah. with the ex. Like, if you're invited to, like, a party and you know they're going to be there, mm-hmm. I think people would pay high money to get out of it.
1: People would pay big bucks. This is kind of like your story. Big bucks to steam clean a friend's carpet after you spilled wine on it. Right, yeah. like, Did you offer to dry clean her clothes? No. <laughs> Well, I think
0: you could have done at least that. Well, <laughs> well, we were probably stuck in this room. Like, if, <laughs> well, not right that moment. i right, not right. saying she gets yeah.
1: naked and hands to yeah. you. <laughs> now, this this happened to me, but it was actually the other person's embarrassment. Mm. We were out having a really nice dinner and going to a, a show downtown. And uh, I, my steak was coming to the table and it had like just a tray of steak sauce and some sort of like peppercorn sauce and a big thing of mashed potatoes. And he got literally the plate was probably just before you set it down and something went wrong and it flipped. Right, He slipped and it landed right on my lap, everything oh. on my suit, steak, potatoes. The whole deal. And we went to the, we had tickets. We had bought these tickets to the show. So I took my jacket off and just kind of put it in front of my pants, which were basically covered in steak sauce. Right. Every animal in the city, every raccoon followed me into that theater because I stunk like a beautiful steak. <laughs> and I sat there through two hours of a theater production. Wow. Yeah. But they at least offered to pay for the uh, yeah. the dry
0: cleaning. And I think they picked up the pad did dinner. That. I did that as a kid. Now you're, you're now you're I'm bringing it all back. You're that. bringing up trauma. See what did you do? <laughs> it was a, I remember my parents had someone over. I was like either a lawyer or a financial advisor, or something like that. And I and uh, I was still up at the time. And I thought I think I was just trying to be helpful and be nice. And right. I I was carrying drinks out a tray. A, a, yeah. a tray of drinks and I I tripped stumbled and dropped it right in his lap. <laughs>
1: Then he sued your dad.
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) See, it's all coming back to you now. Now I got therapy all over again.
1: If you've got a friend and a best friend, that's good. It sometimes takes a very long time to uh, build friendships. It is said it's about 296 hours before you can become best friends with somebody.
0: Wow! So you and I aren't quite there yet. I find it funny with with kids when you see them because, you know, you know Christian will, will meet someone on his hockey team uh, that you know we sometimes you get hockey teams together for tournaments and stuff like right. that, and he'll come and say, "Oh, I was just chatting with my new friend." I'm like, know. "Okay, cool. What's his name? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I got a new best friend. Like, oh, really?
1: If, if you think about your childhood and friendships, uh, it, I think it's for the most part." You have a wide variety of, of friends when you're young. And then maybe you lock into one to two to three people kind of as you get into your junior high or high school years. That's why when kids are little and they have birthday parties, everybody's invited. Right? right? It's very rare that you, you might have uh, one person who you've been really fast friends with from a very young age. I had that. I know you, you also had somebody you were very close with from a very early age. Mm-hmm. But I think that's rare. Like, you look at kids now, right. probably, probably, uh, you know, uh, Christian or Evan, they probably don't have that one person they've been solid with since
0: they were, like, five years old. Uh, no, and but, I mean, you tend to drift, right? Yeah. And, and in some cases, I think, especially... Uh, when kids are 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 young like that, it's where the families are situated, mm-hmm. right? Because if the families are all close, then you'll probably remain close mm-hmm. and, and stay that way. If you all live in the same area, you know, I have a group of friends that I grew up with, and we've known each other since grade school, mm-hmm. and we're still friends today. Do we hang out? You know, every day, no, mm-hmm. uh, and some I I barely see, but we still connect and chat more than just being on social media together. Uh, and then, yeah, I think we had this not too long ago that you know, like relationships, like every seven years, you tend to change mm-hmm. friendships as well. And again, like as things move forward. With my kids and their hockey, you get to know other families and you develop new friendships through that. You might be closer with some than with others, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you kind of change things over a bit. Uh, So if
1: it takes over 200 uh, hours to be a best friend, it takes about 94 hours for most people to become casual friends. 164 hours for true friendship to form. That's a hell of a lot of time. Uh, yeah, if we add it up. It
0: 94 is.
1: hours? Well, they say it's 10,000 hours to become
0: an expert at something, right? Right. So I guess, you know, that's that. Um, <laughs> don't, don't say that to people in the last couple of years that it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert.
1: Well, I know that, <laughs> that in, this radio, a lot of experts. in this radio game of mine, I'm still only about three to 400 hours in, so I still got a lot, <laughs> lot of learning to do. Uh, how many good friends do you really need in life? In general, anywhere from three to six is good. Each one after that makes less and less of an impact on your well-being. That said, the most important number is one. People who have at least one good friend tend to be much happier than people who have none. There's my problem. <laughs> I have nobody. I find it very interesting watching these uh, January 6th uh, committee uh, sessions. That ever since Bill Barr uh, dropped the uh, BS, right. uh, he, he said it a couple of times. And it's so funny to watch awkward news people steer around that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a barnyard epitaph. It was, you know, it, 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 a not I could say it, I guess. I mean, it's not that bad of a word.
0: Right. In, in the, not anymore.
1: No, in the list of swear words, it's way down there right. in, in regards to. But it's got to be so... There's even a, there's some funny clips of uh, talk show hosts discussing it where they'll play the clip of Bill Barr saying it, unbleat, uh-huh. but then the talk show host gets bleat.
0: Right. Well, because that's a news clip at that time, and they yes. don't want it associated with them. <laughs> he should have just gone on a rampage of swear words. and
1: <laughs> we'll see how the news reporters get around that. I guess that carries on again today for
0: a session... Number three. Yeah, but I don't think it's prime time. People are, like, begging for prime time to come back because they want to sit around yeah. and watch.
1: They do it at uh, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. I think CNN starts their coverage. Well, it starts at 10 a.m. I think CNN, C- starts CNN starts started five. their coverage
0: in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Data bash is still going on well, right now. Yeah, it is uh, it is funny, too,
1: to watch, um, you know, every uh, reporter on CNN or whatever news outlet you're following it. Except for Fox, of course, they, they don't follow news. But um, everybody will say, so, do you think there's going to be enough here to charge him? And then everybody skirts that. You know? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Yes, you are. <laughs> but uh, nobody wants to commit to that. Because no, not
0: everybody. Don Lemon will be one of like This guy deserves imprisonment. Mm. You know, he's he's on, the, on the very far left. Right.
1: But even guys like George
0: Conway, who is a lawyer. Right, yeah. Which, to this
1: day, how him and Kellyanne are are still together.
0: Yeah, it like, just you goes to show it's just a ruse in politics.
1: I guess so. They must just agree,
0: you know what? At home, we politics is so far off our list of discussions. Yeah, but but that was kind of an unwritten rule for so long that politics would just be, you know, leave politics out of friendships right. and out of this and that. And, and, and Trump changed that. Yeah. They had people talking all the time about it yeah right just because he was so divisive and amazing how that household could survive
1: it. well sure and especially when that's what you work in okay look i do maria and i talk a lot of politics do i even really know where she stands on a lot of no i really don't and i don't even know who she votes for when we go to the polls i don't ask her she doesn't ask me um, but when your world is that, yeah, that's what you do for a living, right? It's I I don't know how it isn't over the, uh, the dinner <laughs> table every night,
0: especially when she was in charge of a lot of stuff. There, yeah. she had a lot of influence in that room. Yeah, like, you, you know, I mean, I think most people have a conversation about their work, yeah. around the dinner table. And they might suggest, well, can't you tell your boss mm. <laughs> to give you that day off or this stuff? Can't you, can't, don't you have a little pull with your boss? You can't imagine no. he wouldn't have said that in the four years. <laughs> <And> <laughs> she, she's such You a, couldn't steer him away
1: from that? <laughs> <laughs> she's such a great example, too. Because to this day, uh, uh, how she carries on. So she was on with Bill Maher the other night. And. Uh, all she could do, her talking point constantly was gas prices. That that President right. President Biden is the worst president ever because the gas prices are killing Americans. And and Bill Maher kept trying to steer it back to, well, let's talk about like if you would ever really support Trump again. No, gas prices, I if you know, Bill Maher didn't say this, but I if I had been there, I would have said gas prices are high all around the world. Yeah, I know. This isn't just an American thing. <laughs> But they they find a point to stick on, and they stick to it.
0: Well, right.
1: Like, you know, the election was uh, rigged. (laughs) That, That little tale, which we're finding, is a complete BS. The title for Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, was censored in several other countries. In Finland, it was The Spy Who Bumped Me. Okay. Croatia had The Spy Who Groped Me. And China had the spy who liked me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Very conservative there in China. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. How many scenes did they have to cut from that, though? Imagine. <laughs> uh, 2015 was a
1: great year for film. Four of the top 12 grossing films of all time were released in 2015. Avengers Age of Ultron, Furious 7, Jurassic World, and Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Huh. Good year there.
0: Wilford Brimley. Remember the actor Wilford Brimley? Yeah. uh, What did he advertise? Like cream of wheat or something something like like that? that. Like uh, Quaker Quaker Oats? Something
1: breakfast. Yeah, something very easy for old people to digest. Well, Wilford Brimley was only 49 when he starred as the grandfather in Cocoon. Are you kidding? From comparison... Tom Cruise turned sixty on July third, <laughs> <laughs> and is still doing action movies. Old looked really old. You know, old. It's funny. You, you look back, you see photos of your uh, your ancestors, your grandparents. Oh, it's great- crazy. It's crazy how you go. Oh, hey, what was he? Seventy five? No, thirty two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It must have been diet and just who knows what. There are no bridges. Over the Amazon River. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, The two least viewed Wikipedia articles last year were both on moth species. (laughs) They both (laughs) only had three page views in
0: 2021. (laughs) So you're saying our Wikipedia page has been lighting it up? We're not the lowest? I don't even think we have one. I don't think we have one. That's how sad we are. (laughs) A moth
1: (laughs) has more views than we do. That's where we are, Lucky. (laughs) The world's first skyscraper was the Home Insurance Building in Chicago. It was finished in 1885. Well, you wouldn't have been wanting to work on that. Right. It was a whopping 138 feet or 10 stories. (laughs) <laughs> that was a skyscraper. That for was a skyscraper.
0: Sure, Ooh, touch mm-hmm. of the sky.
1: It was demolished in 1931. <laughs> How's the air at the top of that? <laughs> where do you think the um, Where do you think the biggest sports
0: venue in the
1: world is?
0: <sighs> I mean, there's there are arenas that hold a hundred thousand or so. Mm-hmm. I just can't think of where in Europe. No, that that would have been my guess. Some sort of soccer venue or yeah. something. But no,
1: it's the Indianapolis Motor Speedway.
0: Oh right. Oh, that's massive. It's, yeah. It, it's funny. I don't because it's a big circle. I don't want yeah. to think of it along the terms of sports venues.
1: It's the home of the Indy 500, of course. It has permanent seating for more than 257,000 people and the infield can hold another 150,000 or so. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if like a is it like a Concert or anything massive ever gone down, like a Must festival? Have been.
0: I think it's got like a golf
1: course in the middle of it. Is like, it really? Like,
0: it's huge. Wow.
1: Kentucky makes ninety-five percent of the bourbon in the world, but the official state drink is milk. <laughs> 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 That's great.
0: Well, That's great. Isn't that the thing with like like uh well Jack Daniels is Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. But in that city, it's it's actually like Prohibition. Like they can't drink it there. Oh, really? You know, they live in Lynchburg, (laughs) Tennessee.
1: That's terrible. That's terrible. If you wanted to become Batman, it would take a person approximately 15 to 18 years to do all the training. Years? Yeah. That's not easy. Climbing walls and such. Right. Iran is the only country in the world where it's legal to sell your kidneys. The government regulates the market.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Why am I not shocked by that?
0: Really? No. <laughs> what would yours be worth there? Yeah. <laughs> what would I, that, your your kidney page was getting about as much as your Wikipedia page is. <laughs> yeah, I think my kidneys are bad. Wait till you see my liver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the name
1: Fido comes from a dog in Italy. He'd always go to the bus stop to greet his owner when he'd come home from work. The guy died in World War II in 1943. But Fido kept going to the bus stop for 14 years to wait for
0: him. Oh, man. He must have been upset, that Fido. Sometimes we don't deserve dogs. No. Like, (laughs) they can be so good. He got a lot of press
1: and became famous. Plus, his name was especially fitting since it was based on the word Fidus in Latin, which means faithful. Hmm. I don't see Coop going to the bus stop for you and waiting for fourteen years. He's
0: chasing the bus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's technically a felon in Michigan to seduce and have sex with an unmarried woman, and it can give you five years in prison. A
0: felony? Yeah. Sorry, it's to seduce and, to and seduce have sex with, with an unmarried woman? Yeah.
1: Get you five years like, in prison. Date. I don't know. Maybe you can go out and have a nice dinner. Just don't seduce her but and have sex isn't with her. That, isn't that just what dating is? Like, Tinder I, is? I think you got to, I'm Michigan, I think you got to wait to marry her before you can have the loving. Right. I think that's the deal. I don't think there's many people in Michigan prison on that one. <laughs> what did you do? I murdered my entire family. You? I had sex with a woman unmarried. Oh, put him in solitaire. He's bad. That's right. He's a bad dude. Um, roughly a quarter of cats are not affected by catnip. The euphoric reaction commonly associated with, associated with catnip is hereditary. Okay.
0: So, yeah, not all cats love the catnip. Huh. it's, like it's <laughs> that's uh, it's like the, the, the cat version of cilantro. Mm-hmm. That's right. Some
1: love it, some hate it. Um, as we know, the song All Too Well, Taylor Swift, is 10 minutes and 13 seconds and is now... The longest number one hit, but before that, one song held that record forever. American Pie. That's right, from 1972. Well, I always—it's
0: not much shorter. It's like 10, 10 and change. Is, is it? it? Yeah, I'm not sure. Or is it eight and change? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Um,
1: I always thought to myself with Don McLean because I think he had a couple of other hits, but not not nothing to compare to American Pie. And I right. always, I always thought to myself when he finished writing that, did he put his pen down and just go, "I'm done. I'm out." Like. You're never writing another song like that again.
0: Uh, you no, know, I mean it's an epic. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what the live version of that, like how long that goes. When I mean, he slows it down, right. lets the crowd sing a little while. It could be the whole concert. Oh sure. Be my luck though. I'd go see Don McLean and the, the
1: moment <laughs> I went for a beer or a pee is when he'd start that one. <laughs> Coffee beans aren't actually beans. They're a seed that people just call beans. Oh. So next time you go out to get coffee, say, go get the coffee seeds. See how people look at you.
0: (laughs) No, next time you have people over in the morning just say, (laughs) hey, want a cup of my seed?
1: (laughs) Well, here's something you have in common with the yellow armadillo in Brazil. All right. They have sex while they're running. (laughs) (laughs) It's a slow run. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's a Guinness World Record for the loudest Penis. Loudest. Yes. And the record holder is a tiny water insect in Europe. I don't even know how to say this name properly. Microneta schlotsti Sure. <laughs> Schlongsti. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> uh, they hit their two millimeter junk against the abdomen to attract females. And, oh. the, and the sound is 99.2 decibels. Holy cow. Which is the equivalent of an entire orchestra. That's a loud penis. Two millimeters? Yeah. And he's banging it against the abdomen. And he makes that sound like that? Yeah. My goodness. I, I can do it too. You want me to show you? No. <laughs> When it comes to hot sauce, are you a fan,
0: Lucky? You like a you like a little hot sauce? Uh, a little bit here and there. I I, I prefer Frank's. Is probably my uh, me too. My go to. My go to Tabasco too. I really like Tabasco. Oh yeah, I've never been uh, a big fan of Tabasco. No, I like it in a Caesar. Okay, which
1: I had for breakfast yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hair off the dog. Uh, well, Sriracha, if it's um if it's one of your favorite. There seems to be a shortage once again. Again? Yeah, once again, it's because of supply chain issues. That's the new term for everything it seems like these days. Uh, Supply chain issues and poor weather conditions in Mexico are to blame for a shortage of sriracha. They say they're struggling with uh, chili pepper. But isn't chili pepper... In all hot sauces, so you would think if sriracha's is
0: struggling, wouldn't all the other ones be struggling? You know, the different chilies, maybe they are. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel like we just went through this, like be just pre-pandemic or the oh, start yeah. of it. There was something wrong with the, the the factory in Southern California or Mexico. Yeah,
1: they say back in uh, July of 2020 they were struggling. So okay. yeah, it seems to have been an ongoing thing, but it just it's just added to the list of shortages we have, including, you know, movie theater, popcorn, which he's telling you a story off the air. You know, there is this risk of theaters running out of popcorn for whatever reason, I guess the cost of growing the corn and the fuel oh, and the farm. Yes. And so Lucky goes to the theater, gets his big bag of popcorn. There oh. could be a shortage and you lost half oh, of it. Oh, my
0: goodness. I <laughs> sat down. They had all the kids. It was Evan's birthday. Yeah. He had some buddies with him with all the chaos going on. My my bag of popcorn gets dumped down right on, right on the floor beside me. And what drives me nuts is like I'm sitting there stewing mm. as I'm watching the trailers. And some lady's coming into her seat. She's like, oh, what a mess. Disgusting. Did <laughs> she like, look at you? No, she would look at me. But she's just like commenting to, to the guy she's with. I'm like... Wanted this to happen. I right. think well, like they were like, okay. Maybe it was a bunch of kids who thought they were throwing it around, but it was it looked quite obvious that there was a big dump of popcorn. <laughs> Did you lose your drink though? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I went to save the drink. That's what, uh, that's what happened. Sacrificed the popcorn for my Jack and Coke slushie. So there's
1: pet food that's in demand, I guess. Uh, wheat, but it's it's uh, it's not just food items. T- supposedly tampons. Uh, stores are struggling to stock tampons. Um, uh nurses are needed lifeguards these are jobs uh, rental cars and of course the ongoing baby formula right it's it's very strange I,
0: well, don't, I don't forget airport staff too
1: yeah the only thing uh you can chalk it up to i
0: guess is that
1: during the pandemic so many people stayed home didn't work collected government aid and for many have not gone back to work i guess i was i was at this uh golf tournament on uh friday and one of the guys i was playing with owns a, a pool business and uh, he said he has a hell of a time. And it's a summer gig, right? right. He can't find students to come and do pool work. Right. I, yeah. I don't know what it is why people don't want to work
0: now. I think there's a couple of things that, that are tied to that. This is uh, by no means scientific. But, you know, one is that, you know, that there, there are some that just don't want to do physical labor mm-hmm. anymore, especially younger ones, mm-hmm. right? Um, And, and two... I think, if anything, what, what, what one of the things we learned, it's not necessarily a, a mandate issue or vaccine issue at this point. I don't want to go down that line. But I think more than anything, it's the fact that, if we've learned anything throughout the last couple of years, is if you're sick, stay home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and it's not necessarily a COVID sickness. It's just if you have any flu-like symptoms, runny nose, you're coughing and sneezing, people don't want to be around you. Mm. And so they stay home. And and with this, there's been staffing shortages in all kinds of industries. No, for sure. I mean, even Rob Havery has said it for a
1: very long time about getting young people to do landscaping. And I think that's a lot of it. I just think the... uh, the, uh, the idea of manual labor just seems so foreign right. to, to, uh, to some now. Anyhow, there's going to be a shortage of sriracha, they say. So, I mean, my bum's happy about it. <laughs> it's like, whew, it
0: just gave me a <laughs> wink. and said, thank you, I need the rest. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.